Okay, good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community College of Summerton, Philadelphia. A beautiful, lovely, but mamish lovely Tuesday morning over here. Uh, perfect day, perfect beginning to, to as Hashem should continue to be a perfect day and a perfect week. Hashem should grant us perfection and harmony in our lives, always till 120. And uh, coming to you on a beautiful Tuesday morning, Yom Shehuch Babay Ki Toiv. And just feeling all the Toiv coming down from Shemayim. Let's continue with what we began yesterday. Let's try to wrap up this simon over here. We're here in Perikvav of Evan Shlema, Simon Aleph. Simon Aleph. And again, we're on the Perik of Chinuch. On the topic, says the Vilna Gain, of raising one's children, educating their children, and, and um, disciplining one's children, admonishing children. We saw yesterday the Gain said three statements back to back to back. We had questions in each of those statements, and we began to put things together. So let's. Like we said, let's bring this home and let, let's, let's connect all the dots today. The guy said the person has to be on top of their kids, has to really monitor what's going on with their kids, raise them properly. Why? What was the reason that the Vilna Gaon gave us? He gave us a highly counterintuitive reason. He gave us something that really was very eyebrow-raising over here. Um, the guy said you got to make sure you're on top of your kids. Why? Because if your kids turn out, you know, the wrong way, the kids go off, the kids go off, the parents will be severely punished for that. So the question was, that we were bewildered yesterday, this is the reason why you should invest in your child's chidduch, this is the reason why you should take pains in raising your children properly. Don't know, you know, if we start late, I think we just shouldn't. Because this is what he uploads to the, yeah, you know, there's going to be a, um, so the question is that that's the reason why to uh, to raise your child you're raising your child in order to make sure that you stay out again and work to make sure that the parent doesn't get punished that seems to be a little bit selfish and, and self-serving like that we can think of much better reasons why you should raise your children properly that was question number one and the guy went on to say that uh, that um, <clears throat> even if the the parents are tzaddikim the parents live proper, wholesome, pious lives, but if the child doesn't turn out okay, the child goes off, then we'll schlep the parent down from from um, Gan Eden, and we, we would think that the guy now should finish off that since by saying that the, the parent will be punished, to join the child in Gan to be punished together with the child, but the guy doesn't say that. We schlep the parents out of Gan Eden to let them see the child suffering again. That's Vaitra, a curveball, as we said. Another curveball, curveball within the curveball, once the guy told us you're going to get punished for what your kids do, okay, so the, the guy should say you get schlepped down from Gan Eden to get punished together with your kid, but the guy says instead you're going to see your child suffering. And finally, the guy said that a, a, a parent who does produce pious children, who does raise their children properly, that has the ability to, to yank the, the, the parents out of Gehenim and pull the parents up to Gan Eden with the child, which was also baffling. It's, it's, it, it makes sense to us that the child should be able to vicariously provide the, the uh, more than vicariously, should be able to extend his Gan Eden to the parents. The parent can enjoy the child's Gan Eden because the parent's responsible for that. But how does that exempt and absolve the parent of his own Gehenna? So these are the three questions yesterday. We, 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 we saw that the, these three questions converge on one breakthrough of an idea. And that breakthrough of an idea was that what the Gan really wants us to realize and understand is that the child is an extension of ourselves. Child is part of us, is an extension of us, is an appendage of us. 
And that's really what's going on behind the scenes over here, and that's the explanation behind um, these three points, which are otherwise bewildering and baffling points, is the guy is saying one clear theme and idea all the way through this, and that is, again, the, the, the correct outlook and correct perspective on how we relate to our kids is that our kids have to be seen as appendages of ourselves. Not another human being, another Jew, that I, I uh, for better or for worse, uh, brought into this world, that I was responsible for producing and, and sending Dan, uh, you know, to, uh, to go uh, live his own life and lead his own life. No, he's not a new, brand new, independent, separate human being. He is an appendage of myself, Mamsh. I have to look at my kids as they're part of me, but part of me in, in terms of appendages of me. And this is Mamish, the Lush and the Gemara, as we mentioned yesterday, towards the end of Shia yesterday, this is exactly the, 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 uh, the phrasing, the phraseology of Chazal, our sages themselves say in the Gemara, Bra kara da'avua, a child, the son, is the leg of the father. The child is the leg of the father, and the guy is taking that, Pshutai Kemash Mamish, he's taking that as literally as it gets, a child has to be looked at from the parent's perspective as his leg. And what that means is <clears throat> what do we do with that? What do we do with that? Now that we clearly have this perspective that the guy is giving us. But first of all, let's use that to answer up all the questions. Let's see how that beautifully answers all these questions up. Um, the, the, the opening um, the opening pram that we had on, on, on the opening thought of, of the Vilna Gun is make sure you are on top of your kids make sure your kids turn out okay because if they don't turn out okay you're going to get punished that, 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 that's, that's why we want to raise our kids properly because I'm going to get punished if they don't turn out good I uh, should raise my kids properly because I want them to be Erlich I want them to be upstanding members of society I want them to have fulfilled happy wholesome lives I want them to be okay I, I'm, I'm, I, want to raise, I need to raise them properly so I'll be okay why the guy say that? Terence is the guy is is hammering this point home as bluntly as possible, saying you will get punished if your kids don't turn out okay because they are you. That's you. That's you. That is you. They are extensions of you yourself. And if my leg trips somebody and he gets hurt, so I have to get punished for that. If my hand punches someone and and injures somebody, uh, I, you know that it comes back to me. You don't punish my hand. You don't punish my leg. If a person is driving a car and runs somebody over, you know, it wasn't me, it was, you know, my hands were on the steering wheel, my, my, I punished my right foot, my left foot, you know, the one that was on the brakes, the one was on the gas, no, 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 I, I, that was me, that was me. This is the point, this is what the guy is saying. There's no better way of the guy bring this point out to us, how much your children are really appendages of you and have to be thought as part of you, an extension of you, appendage of you, than by saying, you will get punished when something, when your kids go off, your kids don't turn out okay because that's you going off. That's you not turning out okay. That is you mamish. That's you mamish. This is why, as well, the guy says that the parent will be schlepped down from Gan Eden to Ganem to witness his child suffering. Why is the guy take a 90 degree angle, take another 90 degree angle? Why doesn't he say, if he said you're going to get punished when your kids don't turn out okay, so he should say, the next statement should be, and if your kid Taka doesn't turn out okay, we're going to schlep you from Gan Eden to Ganem to punish you, but he doesn't conclude that way. He says, to, to see your child suffering, Teretz is, it's, it's exactly the same point again. Seeing your child suffering is, is, is the parent suffering, meaning you, you, um, 
have to be present. Well, well, you can't be in Gan Eden right now because you are suffering in 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 Gehenim. We bring you down to witness this, and again to make it very clear that this is you suffering. This is not your child suffering. This is you suffering, and your presence is required because you you are suffering. This is part of you. You are suffering over here. So this is your punishment. This is the parent's punishment. Being present. And being there and experiencing the agony of his leg roasting in in in, in uh, Gehedim. This is this is the parent's punishment is to be present while he himself is suffering. And finally, the third um, perplexing point of pandarance in the in the uh, the final line of there of the Vilna Gain, where the Gain said that that the, the parent who raises his children properly, invests in his kids, and his kids turn out Baruch Hashem okay, even if the parent is a bum, if the parent goes off. The, the child has the ability to yank the father out of Gehenna to come join him in, in, in Gan Eden. We asked, but what about the father's Gehenna? He has to burn off his own Gehenna. Teretz is, this is how far it goes to the opposite um, extreme in that they are inextricably linked and intertwined over here. Your, your child is really one of the same as you. He's an extension of you, an appendage of you. And that means that if, you know, the bulk of you managed to get into Gan Eden, so we'll schlep all of you into Gan Eden. You're inseparable. You're one of the same. You're one entity. Your 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 feet, you know, managed to get a toehold there in Gan Eden, so the rest of you can climb up to Gan Eden because you are there. You are there. That answers the final question as well. They're like well, one second. First, let's deal with your Gehenim, and then you'll get that vicarious. You'll get that secondary. Um, share in your child's Ganadin because you were responsible for that terrorism. and it's not about being responsible for it it's about that, that you are there, you are there mamish you managed to to claw your way into Ganadin through your child and we put the rest of you there okay, so, so this is the idea that the guy is sharing with us and a very, very insightful a very um, important idea that really um, has to, you know, we have to make this very practical, very applicable, and it, it can be when we really understand what the guy is telling us, it, it changes our whole perspective on chinuch, it changes our whole perspective on our connection with our children, and let, let's build off of all that now, now that we have the clarity that the guy is sharing with us, that children have to be viewed as an appendage of the parents, so what do we do with that practically? So there's two ways this could go, why is a child an appendage of me? Why do I view him as an extension of myself? That can be taken in you know, a very uh, it can be taken in a, in in in, uh, in in a correct way and and vital in an incorrect way. Even when we have this breakthrough, and we get the the message that the gun's communicating to us, that your children are appendages of yourself. Again, it can can be taken in 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 the wrong way. Let, let's go there first. Let's explore that. Make sure we know what to avoid. The wrong way is is in a way of control. Let's say power. Um. <clears throat> and um, being the director, being the director, the the parent who has a a, a a tendency to have to be in control of his children, push his children around. Everything is a power struggle, and everything is about the father asserting his place in the house, asserting his place in the castle. No, you know, I'm in charge over here, and you're not. I call the shots, and you don't call the shots. And this guy. Theoretically, if a person has that issue already, could feed right into that. You know, you're my foot. I tell my foot where to go. My foot doesn't tell me where to go. You're my hand, right? I, I order my hand around. My hands don't order me around. Maybe, you know, you know, we have different appendages. You're my nostrils, maybe, you tell your kid. You're my nostrils. You're my earlobes. My earlobes don't direct me. They don't boss me around. I boss you around. So this is 
the wrong way of taking this. That's not what the guy means. But 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 the problem is we have to speak this out because there are parents out there, there are parents out there who, for whatever reason, have this natural inclination already on their own. Um, it, it's a power struggle. It's about them being in charge, about asserting themselves without getting into psychological profiles and things like that. You know, the why and the where and the what and the when, where that's coming from. But unfortunately, it's not unheard of. You have such a dynamic at, at, at the home front. And, and again, again, if we're not being careful, if we're not on top of our game over here, um, and we're not taking this with, with, in, in a glatta, in, in a straight and correct way, we can take it in a crumble way, and it can just play into the hands of our, 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 our Yitzrei Hara, which is not what the Gain wants. So again, the point of this Gain, when we view our children's is not about, you know, who's pushing who around, who's in charge, who's on the top, who's the top banana, and who's the bottom banana, right? Who's on top of the totem pole, and who's on the bottom, who's the big kahuna, and who's the littlest kahuna in the whole world, right? Which 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 is not the right way of raising your children and not what the guy wants over here to constantly remind your kids of who's in charge and who's in control and who's calling the shots so what does the guy mean then what does the guy mean if he doesn't mean so that we're supposed to look at our kid as our leg as our appendage because i tell my leg what to do and tell my hand what to do what does he mean when he tells us that you got to look at your children as an extension of yourself, mamish is your appendage. What he means is as follows. What he means is, what are my legs there to do? What are my legs there for? What are my, what's my mouth there for? What are my hands there for? Why did the Rebbeinu give me appendages? Why did he give me legs and hands and feet and nostrils and earlobes and eyes? Why did he give me all these things? He gave me these things to accomplish something, to accomplish something in this world. I have all these appendages because I have a mission to accomplish. I have an assignment, and I need my legs to help me accomplish that, that mission. I need my hands to help me accomplish that mission. Uh, I need my eyes. I need Baruch Hashem. I have eyesight. I have ears that can hear. I have a mouth that can speak. I have a, a brain that can think, that can process. I, I, I have legs that give me mobility, arms that give me, that give me, get, that give me agility. I, I, I have a mind that gives me acuity. Why? Because I have a job to perform over here. I have a mission to accomplish. <coughs> a mission to accomplish. I'm here for a greater purpose. I'm here for a greater good. I'm here to bring out tikkun oilam. I'm here to, to make the world a better place. That's what I'm here for. And my appendages are here to help me out with that. And when I understand that my child is my appendage, I understand that part of my mission is giving that mission over to my children to make sure that that mission is accomplished through my children as well. My responsibility as a parent is to raise my kids in such a way that 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 the clarity that I have and what life is all about, the clarity that, that I have and why I'm here is given over to my children and they are here as well for the same clarity, for the same mission, to accomplish the same purpose and they're going to carry that on, perpetuate my mission and carry out my legacy and that's what it means that they are my appendages. Now, obviously this requires me having that clarity first on my own. This uh, 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 requires me having things worked out, understanding what life is about and what this world is about, what existence is about, what what, uh, what I'm here for, and then giving that clarity over to my children in such a way that they are in tandem with me, and after 120, after 120, in my lifetime, and after 120, after persons, you know, Avek and, and went, went uh, to the Oilam Amis, they are perpetuating that, carrying that further. 
then they are truly an appendage of, of, of myself and that they are part of this, this mechanism, this greater organism that represents my clarity, my understanding of what life is here, what, what, what life is all about. Now, I was theoretically supposed to get that from my father also, right? And he from his father and he from his father. And yes, that's why um, the Torah always groups Klai into these concentric circles of Lemishbechaisim, Leves Avoisim, of, of um, tribes, Shvatim, families, subfamilies, sub subfamilies. When we can't Klaisra, we can't them according to tribe, according to family, according to subfamily, because there is such an idea, there's such a concept as a family having a specific mission. This is this family's mission. This is this family's mission. And that's a submission of the greater family, which is a submission of, of the greater family, which is a submission of the tribe itself. Each of the 12 tribes has a different purpose to accomplish in each of the, the mishpachas under those tribes. It gets sub and sub and sub divided. Each one is a slight taken, different connection, different variation on, on the greater uh, purpose and mission and assignment of that of that of that tribe. But that's again, that's all going hand in hand with 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 the the um, the, the fundamentals over here that the guy is sharing with us in in the relationship between a parent and a child. The child is karadavua is kardavua literally in the sense that an appendage of the father that he's there to continue perpetuate and bring forward the legacy of whatever that father's purpose in life is which is really what that family's purpose in life was which goes goes back now i'm supposed to have gotten that again from my father uh, even if i didn't it's still my duty to give that forward to my children even if i didn't get that from my father it's my duty now to figure out what life is about what i'm here for and give that forward to, 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 to my children. That's what I'm supposed to do over here. And this is the Oymek HaDvarim. This is the depth of, of, of what's going on over here, behind the scenes, in this idea of, of um, a child being an appendage of the father. But what a beautiful idea, what a profound idea, uh, but what a, an obligating idea. And moving forward with this, we return to that key word that we uh, that we identified in, in, the, in the last few seconds of yesterday's year that the guy doesn't just say a person should be on top of his kids should be monitoring his kids should be in the know of what his kids are up to the guy says a person has to be mashgiach hashgacha person has to have hashgacha over his children be mashgiach over his children and here we hear again that same term, the hashgacha, that we saw, as we mentioned yesterday, in Derech Hashem, hashgacha of, of, of uh, a, a greater um, sense. And the same kind of hashgacha that's used with regards to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and his world and, and, and everything that he created in his world, hashgacha pratis. We know Hashem has hashgacha pratis over Klai each and every Jew, Hashem has hashgacha pratis. And the idea of hashgacha, hashgacha pratis means not just monitoring, not just awareness, but involvement. Involvement. That's what hashgacha is, to be involved, to be personally involved. This is my personal affair. This is my personal asik. This is my personal geshef. This is my personal business. It's an involvement, not just an awareness. the relationship that a parent has to have with a child in terms of chinuch, in terms of raising him, has to be one of hashgacha, has to be one of involvement. Not just, you know, I keep a finger on the pulse, 
I'm keeping tabs on my kid. I'm monitoring them. That's not chinuch. That's not proper chinuch. And that's not how you keep track of your own body, as we said yesterday. A person has an appendage, has a limb. You, you would ever say, well, I'm going to give, you know, I'm, I'm a very busy person. I'm going to hire this person to be in charge of my right leg, hire this person to be in charge of my left leg. This person going to be in charge, in, to, in charge of my heart. This person going to be on top of my digestive system. This person going to be on top of my neurological system. That, that, that's, that's a, a shaita, right? That's an idiot. That's an imbecile. And that's suicide. You, you have to be on top of your life, your organs, your health, your functioning. You have to be involved over there. You've got to be involved. The same exact thing, Rabbi Yisai. you got to be involved. you got to be involved with your kids. you got to know what's going on with your kids because your kids are you. Your kids are you. You're, they're appendages of yourself. They're here to perpetuate your legacy. They're here to carry out your mission in this world. So if I, I got to know what my mission is first. I have to life, have life worked out. And life is a process of getting life worked out, for sure. We have to constantly be doing that as well. But in order to make sure that we're really understanding what chinuch is all about, we have to understand what a child is all about. To understand a child, what a child is all about, we have to understand what what, what the depth of bro da'avua means. It means that he's your appendage manager in terms of he's here to carry out. He or she are here to perpetuate your legacy, to carry out your mission. And they're your heart. They're your stomach. They're your lungs. And as such, I better be involved over there. I got to be involved. For a parent to say, I, you know, Baruch Hashem, my kid goes to a very good school, and Baruch Hashem, he has good rebbeim, and Baruch Hashem, he has good friends, and Baruch Hashem, he has good chavrusas, that is a very unimpressive, but worse than that, a shvacha, very, very, very um, dismal, pathetic kind of excuse for being a parent. Yeah, he has, he has, he has, he's in the good yeshiva, he's good rebbeim. When was the last time he spoke to his rebbeim? Can you name his rebbeim? You know what their names are? Do you have their numbers in your phone? He has great friends. Do you know who his, his or her friends are? Who are their friends? Who do they hang out with? Who do they associate with? Who do they look up to? Who are their role models? What do they do on their spare time? How much do you really know about what your kids are doing? The tendency that we have and Baruch Hashem, we're busy people. Baruch Hashem, we have a lot going on in our, in our lives. But our tendency, again, is to take the path of the least resistance when it comes to raising our children and to rely on a different system, to rely on the outside system, to rely on the school, rely on the neighborhood, rely on the neighbors, rely on, on what, what's going on in their house. That's not chinuch. And no one would ever take their heart and put it in someone else's hands. No one would ever take their their any of their vitals, any of their vital organs, or, or their, their feet or their toes, and say, you look after my toes. You know, you stop a guy in the street, um, and you say, how are you doing? He says, well, you know, I've had chronic, I've had chronic um, stomach pain for the last 17 years. Chronic stomach pain for the last 17 years? What are you doing about it? Well, I'm not doing anything about it, really. I'm kind of busy. Shaita? You're busy? Well, you know, I figure someone else eventually will take care of it for me. Someone's probably going to stop me waiting for someone to come over to me and offer me some medicine. Shoita. Shoitem shabayolam, right? But it's the same exact thing with our kids, right? I, you know, I notice from afar, maybe my, my kid doesn't seem to be so happy. I've heard things from afar that maybe my kid is associating with people that aren't so good for him. But, you know, he'll turn out okay because he's in a good school, in a good system with good rebbeim, good role models, good friends, good neighbors, it's a good neighborhood. That's like a guy walking around with chronic stomach pain for 17 years. He's a shaita. He's a shaita. 
Lahashgiach Rabbeisai. Ma'od Zarech Adam Lahashgiach Albanov. Person has to ever oh so much be mashgiach, be involved with his kids. You got to be on top of it proactively. And when you're involved with your kids, then you are understanding what your kids are. They are pedagogues of you. You're understanding the responsibility of having children. The responsibility of having children is to carry out the the clarkai, the accurate understanding of what life is all about through my children. And I have a responsibility to to continue what my mission is in this world, which is bring godliness into the world, harmony and perfection to the world, through my children who are my appendages. And the only way that I'm really doing that properly is when I'm involved with what my kids are doing. So yes, avado, send them to good schools, make sure they have good rebay, make sure they have good chavrusas. But be on top of the situation, be involved. There's never any excuse to not be involved personally with your kids, no matter how busy life gets, no matter how many children you have, and no matter what else you have on your plate, there's no excuse for not being in touch with your kids' rebay once in a while, not speaking to their motors once in a while, not speaking with your child once in a while and finding out what's going on with him, who are his friends, what are his issues, what are his needs, what are his struggles, her struggles, what are what is he or she dealing with right now, what are their what are their shivas, what are their aspirations. There's no excuse, Rabbi Say. The guy is setting us straight over here. And he's making it so blindingly clear what the relationship is with our children, what our responsibility is in terms of raising our children, and the extent to which that has to be taken seriously. And he prefaces, remember the whole thing with this word ma'oid, because he knows what he's up against. He knows he's up against uh, a, 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 a default a default approach where we just, again, fall onto the outside world, the outside system to kind of carry our children. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't, and even if it w- when it does work, we are shirking our responsibility. We are allowing our vital organs to be taken care of by others, which no one would ever do with their with their lungs, with their stomach. Can't do the, the, that with our children either. So this is Simon uh, Aleph over here. It's all about the hashgacha, personal involvement, because our children not just personify us, they are extensions of our personae and appendages to our own personae. Okay, very good. This is uh, where we conclude Aleph and Mitzvah tomorrow we continue with base.